0: <laughs> debt will get you in trouble let me tell you it's like marriage is bad enough but when you got credit card debt let me tell you <laughs> no i'm just kidding this morning i'm just kidding how's everybody doing this morning good. praise the lord awesome god's good this morning a couple of quick announcements if you guys got your bulletins um There's a couple of inserts in there on small groups. We're going to be starting small groups so you guys can get uh, connected to those groups. And uh, there's some help-wanted positions in there. If you can take a look at those, praise God. And uh, feel like volunteering, feel like the Lord's calling you to get involved. uh, We could definitely use the help, praise the Lord, and the Lord will bless you for getting involved. Praise God. Today, after uh, church, we have Brother White's. We got the Revelations class next door where we're going to be diving into there some more. Praise God. It's a good class. We got a Tuesday night prayer group down here, which is awesome. Need to plug in the Tuesday night prayer. We got a Ladies' Step Study on Friday nights. Praise the Lord. And we have Thursday night Celebrate Recovery, which is doing awesome. That's been a real big uh, blessing to the church. Praise the Lord. And then yesterday, We got to hand out food at our uh, Hands of Hope food giveaway, and uh, we got to bless 13 families. (laughs) Amen. Which was down a little bit because we had a funeral, and uh, we didn't realize that there was going to be about 400 people show up to that funeral, and uh, it was, it was, people were parking down the streets, and so it made it kind of hard on our, uh, on our food giveaway, but that's all right, God, still bless some people, Amen. 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 So if I missed anything, it's in the bulletin, guys, praise the Lord. So let's pray real quick. Father, I just come before you this morning, Father, and I ask that your Holy Spirit would touch your body, Father, that you would speak into each and every individual that's here, Father, that they receive something from you this morning. Father, because, Father, I know you're calling us, Father, to come up closer, Lord, to hear your voice, Father, when you speak, that we can say, yes, Lord, your servant hears you. Father, I pray for your anointing power. I bind every hindering spirit that would try to come against your word this morning. I bind it, I break it, I cast it down in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father, I just ask that your Holy Spirit would have his way in the church today. And, Father, we give you the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So my thoughts this morning, guys, is hearing the voice of God. And so I want to talk to you just a little bit about letting hearing the voice of the Lord in your life. See, because you have to spend time with the Lord to get to know him, to get to know his voice, and you have to develop spiritual ears in your Christian walk. See, your Christian relationship, it's the only place where it's okay to have big old jumbo, dumbo, Disneyland ears. Praise the Lord. Just turn to your neighbor and tell him what big ears you got this morning, praise the Lord. Because you need spiritual ears that you can tune in to the voice of the Lord, that you can hear him when he's speaking, guys. Praise the Lord. Because you have to be able to discern your, the, the, the Spirit of God from the spirit of your flesh, from the voice of your flesh. And to do that, guys, you got to develop a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. See, you can't, it just, it's more than just having a church house relationship. It's more than having a, a celebrate recovery relationship. It's more than, than your wife's relationship or your husband's relationship. You have, a, have to, you have to have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, praise God. A, a God-loving, Jesus-loving personal relationship where he hears your voice and you know the sound of his voice when he speaks to you, Praise God. See, Jesus said here in John 10, 27 that my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. See, you have to develop that spiritual ear in your life to have that relationship that you can hear God speak to you. And that comes from spending time at an altar of prayer. That comes from spending time in God's word and seeking his face and and praise and worship and and allowing yourself to be broken before the Lord so he can come in and, and sup with you and spend time with you in your life. Allowing yourself to be broken before him. See, I've developed a spiritual ear. I, I've developed, I should say, an ear to hear my wife's voice. Sometimes I wish I hadn't, it, but uh, I, I do, because sometimes my wife can just talk. It's like, and it's her, her and Sister Liz. I think I've said this a few times. That they, they can talk so much. All I only have to do is say two words with my Sister Liz. Yeah and okay. And she can go all the way to Sacramento and back, and I just have to say the same two words. Yeah and okay, because she can talk and there's times that I want to go to sleep, and my wife, she she can't sleep, and so she wants to talk to me, so she sits up in the bed, and and she's talking. I'm like, oh, God, please take some NyQuil. Please take some NyQuil, you know, because she won't stop talking. No, I want to get some rest. But see, I know her voice because I've spent time with her. I've developed that relationship by being with her, not just by talking on the phone or texting, guys, or in Facebook, but from personal relationship, personal face-to-face time. I've taken her on dates, guys, and through the troubles and through the uh, storms and through the trials and through the, the good times and the bad times, we have covenant relationship together that I know the sound of her voice. And see, there's a TV show called The Bachelor, (laughs) and this dude he gets to pick between all these women you know and hopefully at the end he finds the right one that he can marry and stuff you know that's the whole thing and each week one leaves the show and it gets smaller and smaller and so they have this thing called the group date and so he gets to go out with all these gr- girls on a group date, but no one likes the group date because they don't really get to spend any personal time uh, in, in getting to know the, uh, the other person or know the bachelor because he's got to spread himself around to each one and, and talk to him. So no one really likes the group date. They want the individual date so they can get the, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, get a little bit more intimate with him and know him and get the rose you know, and some of you are probably saying, why is pastor so, know so much about this show right here? And it's, uh, it's not by choice, it's just when I go into the living room or the kitchen to get something to eat, my wife's watching the show. So... Uh, <laughs> So I'll be sitting there eating some cereal, and I'll start watching it. You know, I'll be all like, you know, Lauren is really not good for that guy. You know, she should be hanging out with, you know, the other dude. You know, Stacy's a plant. You know, you, you start getting caught up in it, you know. It's like, and now they have a, a Christian version of that where the congregation gets to pick the, uh, the person for, you know, the, the lady in the congregation, which is kind of funny because you know how church people are. They'd be all like, you know, Mama, that's the right one. No, he's ugly. That's okay, Mama. We can pray the ugly off of him. He, he's bona fide. He's got a job, mama. He's the right one. You know, it's just like, and see, that's the way it is with Jesus, guys. He doesn't want to be on a group date with you. He wants the personal, individual date that he can get to know you, that he can share with you, that he can open up, that you can open up to him, and you can hear the sound of his voice because you have a, a relationship with him, praise God. Not that group date stuff, praise the Lord. He wants to know you. He wants your undivided attention. He doesn't want to share you with, with the things of the world to have to compete with you for, the, for your attention with the things of the world. He wants your undivided attention, that personal relationship. You see, guys, too many people want a group date relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because, see, in the group date, you don't have to get personal. You can hide in the crowd. You don't have to open up and share your feelings. But see, guys, we got to go beyond the group date relationship with Jesus Christ. You got to go beyond the church house experience. You got to go beyond the recovery meeting. You got to go beyond TV ministry to get to know the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way where you know Him when He speaks to you, when you hear His voice. You have to develop a personal relationship with Him. You have to spend time, personal quality time, one on one, where the Holy Spirit can come in and begin to tear down the walls in your life that you built up, the hardness around your heart, so you can share with him, and he can speak into your life, and you can hear him say what he has, the plans and the purpose that he has for your life. you got to open up to the Lord. Go beyond the group date. See, build that relationship with Christ. See, the word build, it means work. It's going to take some work, and so you have to make yourself available to Jesus Christ. See, my time spent with my wife and making that relationship, guys, uh, has allowed me to develop an ear to hear her voice, See, I, I hear her when she speaks. When she speaks, when she laughs, I hear her voice. When she cries, I hear her voice because I spend time developing that relationship with her. See, guys, communication is key in developing a relationship with Christ where you know his voice when he speaks. And see, church, there's too many people that's in a deep relationship with themselves more than they are in a deep relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. They're more in tune with the voice of their flesh than they are the voice of God in their life. And so when their flesh speaks, they think it's God speaking to them when it's really their flesh because that's who they're more in tune with. And see, you're going to listen to who you yield to the most. And see, if you're yielding to your flesh and the voice of the flesh more than you're yielding to to God and and the Spirit of God, then guess whose voice is going to be the loudest in your ears? See, Pastor Ben, he used to have um, all kinds of uh, young ministers He loved to help ministers. He loved to help people in ministry. So he'd always have kind of these people come to him and say, You know, Pastor Ben, the Lord spoke to me. The Lord told me to come and serve under you. The Lord spoke to me, told me to come be your Timothy. The Lord spoke to me and told me to come and help you build the church. But then all of a sudden, when things didn't go right go the way they thought they ought to go when they got corrected for doing something in ministry or uh, when difficult seasons come, all of a sudden they went back and, and talked to the Lord and all of a sudden the Lord told them, you know what, I release you from being under that person that I put you under to learn and grow in your life. See, church, God doesn't tell you to go plant you in, in a place under a pastor, under a leader, under a mentor to learn and grow, and then all of a sudden, because you're going through some difficult times, someone speaks correction into your life. He doesn't say, okay, uh, I changed my mind. You can leave. See, either God made a mistake or you're listening to the voice of flesh. See, because your, your flesh has a voice too, guys. And see, your voice will tell you, you need to be the first in line. You need to be the head of that ministry. You need to be the one that everyone's looking to. See, the truth of the matter, guys, is before you can uh, be in charge, you need to be able to follow. That the Lord corrects those he loves. And you have to face your difficulties, guys, to be an overcomer. The voice of the Lord is never going to tell you that you can turn around and run from your difficulties. He's going to empower you through the Holy Spirit to face your difficulties and embrace correction in your life. See, there's been people that's left this church and left other churches because they've listened to the voice of their flesh and not the voice of the Lord. See, they've listened or they've taken the wrong advice from someone that's less spiritual and less in tune with the Lord than they are. And first of all, guys, if you're gonna get spiritual voice or advice on your life or a situation in your life, make sure the person you're going to is a real Christian, has a genuine walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, that's in tune with His Spirit. See, guys, I don't go to Skid Row for spiritual advice. I don't go to people that's not plugged into Jesus Christ. And I don't go to people who gossip, and I don't go to people that's up and down in their relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. you got to go to people who's plugged in to the Lord. Go to God's Word for advice. Go to someone who's got a proven track record in their life that when the storms of life have come, they come out standing on the other side because they got a relationship with Jesus Christ. So you need to have discernment when people speak in your life. See, if someone comes to me and says, Hey, Pastor Jeff, the Lord told me to tell you to give me your truck. <laughs> well, unless the Lord spoke that to me, guess what? You're catching a cab. <laughs> you know, because I ain't giving you my truck. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The Bible says here in John 4, 1, that, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they be of God. Because there's many false prophets out there, guys. Let me give you some free spiritual advice. If you have an issue with a person at work, a co-worker, or a, or a family member sometimes, and you go to a friend for some spiritual advice, and they tell you, you know what, just go up and look at them and smile and sock them in the jaw. You know, just give them a good beat down. That's not the right voice to listen to, guys. You're listening to the wrong voice, and that's, that's the wrong sp- friend to be listening to to get some spiritual advice from. You need some good spiritual friends in your life that will give you good spiritual advice. See, good spiritual friends, guys, they'll be quick to hear and slow to give you advice until they go and pray and seek God for for, for an answer for your life, praise God. See, that's why you need good spiritual friends in your life that can help you to discern the voice of God. Especially if you're just starting out in your Christian walk or maybe you're going through a dry season in your life. See, the Bible says in 1 Samuel 4 that there was a young boy named Samuel. Samuel. And he'd be given to, he was given to the house of the Lord to, to serve in the house of the Lord and be under the leadership of the priest, Eli. Well, this young boy, he didn't know the voice of the Lord yet. The Bible says the voice of the Lord wasn't made known to him yet. The word of the Lord wasn't made known to him. And so he was laying down sleeping. So one night, the voice of the Lord comes to him. Samuel. So he gets up. He thinks it's Eli. He runs in Eli's room. Here I am. And Eli says, I didn't call you. Go back and lay down. So... runs back to his room, lays down, goes to sleep. Well, the voice of the Lord comes to him again. Samuel. So he gets up, runs back to the room. Here I am. Eli's like, he's an old dude. So he's like, I didn't call you. Go back and lay down. So he goes back and he lays down. So this happens a third time. Samuel. So runs back. Here I am. So this time he's kind of getting a little cranky because he's old. You know, he's like, I didn't call you. But see, the thing is, Eli Recognized the voice of the Lord trying to speak to Samuel. Samuel didn't recognize the voice of the Lord. And I wonder how many people here today, guys, you're missing out on some things that God has for your life, His purpose, His plan, His destiny, some things for your family, for your marriage, for your kids, for your finances, because you can't recognize the voice of the Lord, because maybe you're a little too far off from the Lord. You're, you're more wrapped up and caught up in some things of the world and the clutter and the noise of the world, instead of pressing in to your relationship at an altar of prayer, pressing into God's Word, pressing in in prayer, guys, to learn to hear His voice. And so Eli tells him, because he recognizes he can't recognize the voice of the Lord, he goes, go back and lay down. So Eli helped Samuel recognize the voice of the Lord. And see, guys, that's why we need spiritual friends in our life, that when we can't recognize the voice of the Lord, they can help us discern the voice of the Lord in our lives, maybe when we're a little too far off from the Lord. So Samuel tells our Eli, tells him to go back and lay down, and the Spirit speaks again, say, yes, Lord. Your servant listens. He's listening. Praise the Lord. So you need good brothers and sisters in your life. See, guys, there's been times in my life that I haven't been that close to the Lord. And I heard the Lord call my name through my mom and through my father. I was out doing something one time, and and I heard my father call my name Jeff. And another time, it was Jeff, and it was my mom's voice. See, the Lord used a voice that I could recognize a voice that represented Christ to me, a, a voice that I was in relationship with, a voice that I could I can understand. And see, just like Samuel thought the voice of God was Eli calling to him, Eli's voice was the only spiritual voice that Samuel knew. And sometimes God will use a voice that you can recognize if you're too far off from him to get your attention to come home. <laughs> Praise the Lord. See, guys, God's not going to come down and, and beat you over the head for you to listen to his voice or to hear him speak because God's a God of order. He's a gentleman and he won't force himself on you and he won't force you to hear his voice. See, 1 Kings 19 and 12, God spoke to Elijah as a quiet whisper voice, the Bible says. Elijah was out hiding in a cave from Jezebel and then the Lord passed by the cave with a, with a loud wind and it says he wasn't in the wind. And then he passed by in an earthquake, in, in, in the move of the earth, and he says he wasn't in the uh, the, the earth or the, the earthquake. And then he, he moved by with fire, excuse me. and He says he wasn't in the fire, but he's in. Then it says that Elijah heard a steel small voice. See, guys, sometimes I'm astonished at how we we miss the voice of the Lord because I think sometimes we just get so caught up and wrapped up in the loud noise of the world that we forget to tune in to that still, small whisper of the Lord's voice in our lives. See, Elijah, he, he didn't let the noise of the wind, he didn't let the noise of the earth, he didn't let the noise of the fire keep him from discerning the voice of God when it whispered to him. And see, church, you have to to tune your ears in that you hear the voice of God. You can't let the noise of this world block out the whisper of the Lord speaking to your life. You have to learn to recognize God's voice through the storms and through the trials and through the troubles in your life. When God speaks, you're in tune to his voice that you could hear the whisper of God in your life. So you have to find a, a quiet place where you can just empty your mind so you can hear the voice of God. You have to be intentional, guys, in making time to hear from God. That's why I like about Tuesday prayer meeting. It's a time set aside that I can come down and I can cry before the Lord and say, Here am I, Lord, speak to me. It's an intentional time. And every one of you need an intentional time, a place in your life where you can unload the, the junk of the world in your mind and you can clear your mind and say, Lord, speak to me. The Bible says that Samuel ministered before the Lord. In other words, that uh, he served before the Lord, and he served in the house of the Lord. But the Bible says that, that Samuel did not know the voice of the Lord yet, or the word of the Lord had not been revealed to him, but he still served in the house of the Lord. So see, guys, just because you come to church don't mean you're in tune with God's voice. Just because you serve in a ministry or you work in a ministry doesn't mean you're in tune with God's voice. So you have to make an effort in your life to tune into God's voice, to know him, to be in that relationship with him. So see, here's a few things to look at from Samuel's life on hearing the voice of God. And the first thing is, Samuel got up from his bed. He made an effort to get out of that, that place of rest, that, that comfort zone that he was in when God spoke. And see, church, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You can't stay in a place of rest and receive God's word and what he has for your life. See, God didn't call his people to a place called comfort. He called us to a place called the the, the faith zone, guys, the trust zone. You have to trust God and have faith, praise the Lord. See, God doesn't like his people getting comfortable too long because the proven track record is when you begin to get comfortable, you, be, you begin to get lazy, and then you begin to get um, like um, slacking in your prayer life and in your reading life, and then, and then you're attending a church, your faithfulness, and then the enemy comes and he speaks to you, and he tells you, you know what, you're strong. You know, those things that had a hold on you, they don't have a hold on you no more. You can go do, you can go do a little. You'll be all right. Those places you used to go to and hang out you get in trouble, you're stronger now. You can go back and hang out for a little while. You'll be all right. And all of a sudden, guys, bam, the enemy's got you. You're a, your, your faith zone is turned into your, your, your failure zone. See, it's turned into your relapse zone. Because instead of pushing forward into your relationship where you could hear God's voice speak clear and loud in your voice, you got lazy, you got comfortable, and you begin to back up. And now the voice of the Lord has gotten silent, and the voice of the world and the things around you has gotten louder in your life. And bam, the enemy comes in and wreaks havoc in your life. So you guys, you have to have a constant effort in your relationship with the Lord to hear his voice for your life to hear him speak to you. See, the remarkable thing about a spiritual effort is that life and power, it comes when you get up, guys, and you get going, when you get up and you get out and you start doing something. See, one quote says this. It says, God doesn't give you an overcoming life. He gives you life as you overcome, praise the Lord. You have to get out and do something. See, church, you have to put forth an effort to hear God's voice in your life, to have that relationship that you can hear him when he speaks to your life. See Matthew twelve thirteen, Jesus tells the boy or the man with a withered hand to stretch forth your hand. And so as he stretches forth this hand, it becomes whole. Because he put forth the effort. He reached out. He didn't just stay there. He listened to the voice of God. And he was obedient to the voice of God. And his hand was made whole, guys. See anything you want in life, and you want to accomplish in life, it's going to take an effort on your part to achieve it, praise the Lord. And it's the same thing in your Christian walk with God, to grow in your relationship with the Lord. It's going to take an effort on your part. It's going to take an effort in praying. It's going to take an effort in reading. It's going to take an effort to come down to a, to a, a prayer meeting on a Tuesday night. It's going to take an effort to get to church. Praise God. Amen. It's going to take an effort to hear the voice of God and what He's got for your life and the purpose and plans that He has for you. See, the second thing to look at is Samuel ran to Eli not only did samuel leave his place of rest his comfort zone but he ran when he heard the voice of eli which was actually the voice of god calling him he ran to him he ran to hear his voice guys he put an effort into running to him when was the last time you ran to the word of god to hear the word of god speak to you when was the last time you ran to a prayer meeting or you ran to uh, to the altar or you ran to a church service not because you were running late either Because you wanted to hear God speak in your life. You wanted to hear what God had for you. And so you were willing to run after God. See, Samuel ran because Eli was his mentor. It was his tutor. And he was hungry to learn and serve, guys. Are you hungry for the Spirit of God today? Are you hungry to grow in your relationship? Are you willing to run after God and chase after Him with all that's in you? To pursue a deeper relationship with Him this morning, guys. To run after that plan and purpose that He has for your life are you willing to put an effort into chasing after his voice when he speaks to you guys an effort to pursue him to seek after him praise the lord see when god speaks are you willing to run run after his voice praise the lord see the third thing samuel not only did he get out of uh, his comfort zone and not only did he come running to hear the voice of the god but he said here am i here am i see samuel made himself available to eli No matter what time it was, no matter where he was at, no matter how many times he called, when he called, he made himself available. Here am I. And see, guys, he was willing to get out of his comfort zone and come to Eli. Are you willing to get out of your comfort zone today when God calls you? Are you willing to leave some bad relationships behind and say, here am I, Lord? Are you willing to hear the voice of the Lord when he calls you and come running and say, here am I, Lord. Here am I, Lord. Use me, Lord. Here am I. Use me to touch someone's life. Here am I, Lord. Use me to help grow this church, to reach out into this community, to touch someone's life. Here am I, Lord. Use me, Father, Lord, to touch someone that's lost, that's on their way to hell, that don't know the plan and purpose that you have for their life. Use me, Lord. Here am I. Use me this year, Lord. church, You have to make yourself available to God. Make yourself available that He can use you. That he can build that relationship with you. Praise the Lord. See, let your heart's prayer this year be, Lord, here am I. Use me, Lord. Use me. And see, the fourth thing to look at here is Samuel listened. Samuel listened to when Eli, what Eli told him to do. See, if Samuel hadn't listened to what Eli told him to do, he would have missed out on God coming to speak with him. But when Samuel said, Go back, lay down, And if the voice speaks to you, say, yes, Lord, speak, Lord, your servant hears you. And he did that. And that was the beginning of his relationship of hearing the voice of God. And then Eli becomes the prophet of God, where he speaks to the people of God. See, church, you have to listen to the voice of God and be obedient to God's voice. See, later in, in Samuel 15, chapter 15, he's the prophet of God. And God tells him to go talk to King Saul because King Saul disobeyed God. King Saul was supposed to wipe out all the Amalekites, men, women, children, all their livestock, and he disobeyed God. And so he sends, El, he sends Samuel to go talk to him and tell him. And, and Samuel, or, uh, Saul was like, well, you know, I, I kept the king, I spared the king, and I've kept the, the, the choice, the uh, livestock to make sacrifices to God. But he disobeyed God, what God wanted him to do. And Samuel tells him that God doesn't delight in burnt offerings or sacrifices as much as obeying the Lord. And then Samuel tells him obedience is better than sacrifice, guys. And see, some of you here today, God might be asking certain things of your life. And some of you are here sidestepping it making other sacrifices in your life because you really don't want to do the one thing that God's calling you to do that he's knocking on your heart to do. So you're trying to make sacrifices in other areas when God just wants you to focus and do the thing that he's really calling you to do. See, church, God's still speaking to us through his word today that obedience is better than sacrifice. And see, some of you would just answer the call and be obedient. You would see major changes in your lives today because obedience is better than sacrifice. Guys, and blessings always follow obedience in our lives. But disobedience will bring the judgment of God on your life. That's why Samuel tells Saul right here in 1523, he says, For rebellion is like the sin of divination, and arrogance is like the evil of idolatry, because you rejected the word of the Lord. You rejected the voice of the Lord. You rejected the instruction of the Lord. He says, He has rejected you as king. The worship team wants to come on back up. See, church, you can call yourself a Christian all you want. But if you don't listen to God's word, if you want to do your own thing and sleep around, get drunk, you know, uh, come to church anytime you feel like it, you're living in open rebellion to God's word. And it will cost you everything in your life. It'll cost you everything just like god stripped everything from saul stripped the kingdom from him because he was disobedient He was living in rebellion See when god speaks guys, you have to listen to his voice and god's still speaking to me and you every day through his word Praise the lord. You want to hear god speak in your life? You want to hear god's voice in your life? Then you got to get into god's word Become a student of scripture develop that relationship with god's word God's word still speaks to us today the Bible says, in the, in the beginning, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. See, you got to develop that relationship with the Lord. Jesus is still speaking to his people today. He became flesh to speak in the lives of people. The Bible goes on to say here in Samuel three nineteen that the Lord continued to appear, appear at Shiloh. And there he revealed himself to Samuel through his Word. Through his Word, guys. You want to hear from God? you got to have a relationship with the Lord. And then you got to get into God's Word and develop that relationship through God, through His Word, that He can speak to you through His Word every day. So I'm going to have the prayer team come on up. And maybe you're here today, guys, and maybe you've been in a place where you can't hear God's voice that clear. Maybe the clutter of this world is kind of blocked out. God's speaking that whisper to your voice. And maybe you're here today, and God's been dealing with you about doing something, getting involved, and you've just been kind of like trying to avoid it. Guys, listen to God. Listen to his voice. And God, let me tell you something. He doesn't want a group date with you either. He wants a personal, individual relationship with each and every one here today, guys. But it starts with you saying, Lord, here am I. Lord, speak to me. Your servant hears you. And so if you have any needs in your life, guys, today... Family, marriage, struggles that you're going through. We want to pray with you. We believe in prayer. Prayer changes things in your life. But you can't sit there when God's speaking to your heart. you got to hear his voice, guys. He's not going to beat you over the head. He'll call you in a whisper. He'll speak to you. But you've got to be willing to answer his voice when he's calling you guys. And you'll see things change in your life. Praise the Lord. I love you this morning. Praise your name.